everybody, welcome to It's Real with Jordan and Dimmy. In LA, I'm Jordan Edwards. In New York, we got Dimmy Ramos. What's up, Dimmy? What up? And today we've got Echo Smith, two thirds of Echo Smith, Sydney and Noah. What's going on, guys? What's Hello. up? Glad to be here. Like an old school doo wop group surrounding the same microphone. Yes, yeah. we can do this. Yeah. I'll be our trusty mic stand. So, do you guys do you guys believe in the whole like uh, siblings can harmonize better than non siblings? I don't I don't know if I'd say better, but I think that siblings can harmonize in a very special way compared to people who are not related. Because I feel like, especially if you're both able to sing as siblings, you know, if somebody can't sing or whatever, then that's a different story. But I think that there's something special that happens when siblings can like sing together. You guys just released a new album, self-titled album. Yes. So why no title? Would you just like run out of ideas? Just... We're good. We're good. You're good on titles. Um, we actually threw out a bunch of ideas. There were a lot of album names that we were toying with, um, but it felt like this album, our third studio album, was the perfect time to really reintroduce everybody to who we are because I think every song serves as a way for people to get to know each of us better as people and nothing really felt right until we came on to the self-titled idea and we're like actually this is also self-produced mostly self-written I, um, I think so. it's cool when people do that like halfway in or like three or four albums yeah in, you know? some really cool uh, some really cool people have done that so whether it's your first album or your third or you can do a led fifth. zeppelin thing where it's like echo smith one two three four you know yeah keep yeah. it going <laughs> eat some mystical beasts on the album covers or something um and the you really sour is kind of like the 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 focus track that's an entry term focus track the, the the lead single um why why is that like the lead single i think when you hear the song um I think it just makes sense because it has so much energy, but it also has such a deep meaning to it. So it's a really fun song that now is being played on the radio, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but also when you really listen to the lyrics, you really get to know the situation that I was in, which was a long distance relationship with my husband for six months. We were on opposite, opposite sides of the country. And um, this song was written in the middle of just being really frustrated with that situation. And, um, you can hear even like my moment of having an epiphany of, oh my gosh, what matters most being together. And I literally hopped on a plane the next day and you can hear that in the lyrics. So you kind of go on that journey with me on the song, which is really cool. So it's super personal to me, but it also just is so fun that it feels like, I don't know, it's the perfect lead single and you know, we'll see which one comes next, but this has been really fun. What about this project is different from the last ones? Like what can fans expect? for this one coming out yeah i mean i think this album is very much an echo smith album i think there's a lot of like traits that we've always had as a band um with our songwriting style and also the music but i think more than ever we made a very conscious decision to be very honest in our storytelling about our own lives and i think more than ever before we dove deeper into our personal experiences in this album in the songwriting and that's something i think we i don't know feel really impacted by ourselves from other artists when we get to hear their story and their honesty. So we're trying to do that same thing. You feel more mature now. I know obviously you are, you're old. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, we've grown up for sure. And I think the part that's a part of it. You know, as you grow up, you learn more about yourself and you learn how to explain yourself better and explain your feelings. Now, no, you're kind of like the audio guru of the group. I guess um, so. I guess so. By yeah. default, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube um, trained, you know, YouTube trained. Um, what, how is your like, how have you, how has your role changed as the years have gone on in terms of like production and like are you kind of like 
helping the group make demos before we actually go into the studio? Like, what do you, what, are, how are you applying your fancy audio knowledge? I mean, I guess all the above. And I think as time has gone on, I've become more and more, I guess, like leading the production. Um, and I still love, we love collaborating with people on the production and the writing end as well. But I think at the end of the day, especially with where Echo Smith is now, like we care to really be super involved in every aspect and the production's a big part of that. So I have, you know, I, on this album, I'm like the lead producer on it. Yeah. Um, we have some other friends playing and doing some production writing stuff on it, but um, it was led by me. Uh, you guys wrote, you guys didn't really work with outside writers on this one or like you got, this was more of an internal album, right? A bit. Um, eight out of twelve songs, I believe, were written by just Echo Smith, which okay. was a first for us. So we've had like, so like maybe two thirds internal or three yeah. fourths internal. Or yeah, and like we that. still love writing with other people, and I think that's a really cool way to branch out and also just keep the inspiration going, like working with other amazing people. So we have some really great writers on the other four songs, including actually my husband was a co-writer on one of the songs too, "Perfect Light." Um, so how, it's did that, fun. how did that go? Honestly, it was him and I talking about this concept for a song and we started the chorus together and then I showed Noah and I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And we ended up finishing the song. So it just kind of happened naturally. And a lot of these songs were written when we were in different places. So, you know, I was in San Diego, Noah was in LA, Graham was in Idaho, and we were doing a lot of it virtual or just on the phone and sending demos back and forth. And I recorded some vocals in my little home studio a hundred miles away. And, um, we pieced it all together and it turned out to be really special with all of those elements. Actually, I think the distance gave us some space to you know, come up with ideas on our own and bring it to each other instead of everything is starting when we're all in the room and planning to write a song. It kind of just happened naturally like that. Well, for what it's worth, I think it's your, it's my favorite of your, of your projects. Thank you. Um, and I'm like a production nerd, even though I'm not a musician or producer myself, like I'm big into like sounds and yeah. synthesizers and weird things. And I wanted to talk about, you know, you've got a lot of like almost like hidden gym little like moments in here of like little keyboard parts and like interesting percussion and a little bit of fuzz going on. So did you feel more experimental with this one? Yeah, I think we definitely made the most experimental record that Echo Smith ever has. Yeah. And I think part of that is like growing as musicians maturing as people but i think also just like challenging ourselves to try yeah. and i'm really happy with what came out of it i feel like there's always for artists maybe a track on a project that maybe isn't a single but like which one of the tracks would you say like if you could listen to one that isn't a single listen to that one so you're saying kind of like songs that yeah your your favorite your favorite song that's not like a single do you have like yeah oh for sure because i feel like you choose singles also based on i don't know what what you love but also what you think would connect with a lot of people um but i would say that one of my other favorites on the album that actually could be our next single especially after what i've heard from fans responses in the past month of it being out it sucks to be us i was gonna bring that up really um, because yeah. i love the organ at the beginning yeah, that little yeah. like kind of like yeah. 60s organ yeah, sounding yeah, yeah. you know yeah there's a lot of cool things in that song that just like it really grooves and we actually played that song in a bunch of new songs from the album um at shows last week for the very first time so we hadn't even played any of these songs really except like a few and that song i was just like feeling it i don't know just grooving all of it and a lot of these songs actually when we played them for the first time last week um 
just sort of felt like we were always supposed to be playing them in a way. It, it was the weirdest thing, even though it was the first time. It felt like, oh my gosh, this is probably, I don't know, what Agus Smith always sh should be doing. I don't know. It just felt so natural. So, Sucks BS is definitely a favorite of mine that's not a single. What about you, Noah? Yeah, I mean, I, I like that one too. I mean, I think also Greedy is like a slower song that I, um, I really There's love. a lot of variety on this album, I feel yeah. like. It's not yeah. just like mid, you know, 90, 100 BPM every yeah, song, yeah, yeah. you know? We have songs in like I think ninety to like one seventy three I think is the highest BPM in a song, yeah. oh, which almost you know, I yeah, mean one ninety and one eighty no, yeah, are basically yeah. the same depending on how it feels. But um, yeah, so there's definitely some variance, and I'm I'm really proud of that. I think with this record, like we made something that feels really dynamic, and with songs that feel really personal, but also with music that I don't know feels to us like it's innovating on what Echo Smith is. Yeah, um, and you, you uh, Sydney, you mentioned that you have been playing these these songs live. Yeah. Um, you guys got a tour going on here. Uh, what can yeah. you tell us about the tour? I'm also uh, not just about the dates because we'll throw the dates up on your screen right now. There they are. Um, but also the stage work, like mm. what you were like, um, you know, lights and do you yeah. have projections going on? Like how, yeah. how's that change? How's it grown, you know, over the years of putting together a tour? Yeah. I mean, now with our new music, it's been really fun to build a show not just what songs are we playing in what order we're really thinking about the transitions and the in-between moments and the moments where i get to bring the crowd into the moment with me or maybe mm -hmm. even bring somebody on stage so it's so much more than just we're playing these i don't know do 12 you see, songs do, do you sing bright just like sitting on the ground with a guitar like somebody playing guitar acoustic next to you uh like so i actually play a guitar for that one which is kind of new because before when we first started playing that song with our first album being out I wasn't playing guitar much on stage almost right. really at all even so now I was just playing keyboards so I still play keyboards but like I play acoustic guitar for like four songs now and then I oh, sometimes wow. hop on electric and I do steal his bass one time so and then we have a drum that we're all we each have our own you're like one step away from becoming a touring guitar player for some other band <laughs> in your spare time or something <laughs> I'm definitely not <laughs> I have a lot of, uh, you know, I'm not that good. Yeah. yeah. If you're touring with other people and learning their stuff, you're, you're amazing. We've had some incredible people on stage with us, but, um, yeah, so we just have a whole new show now, which is just so cool. Cause we play the songs that everyone loves, but also we play the new ones and kind of bring it all together with these really cool interactive moments. Cause our whole point is to connect with the crowd at a live show because you get to connect in kind of the coolest way ever and being online together is great but being face-to-face -face is really something else so we like to just capitalize on that and we do a lot with the crowd like if you've been in Echo Smith show especially lately you see that there's a lot of that I was doing a pet peeve of mine is when someone asked to do a sing-along with a new song but uh, have you, have you, do you guys, are you guys do, do that a little bit or? Uh, not with a new song. I mean, I've done something where I've like taught the crowd how to do something with something that wasn't like new, new, yeah. but something off of our second album. Okay. Um, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like some people already know the, you yeah, know, I la, think that's, la, la that's definitely helpful. But sometimes you go to a show and it's like a brand new song and they're like, yeah. okay, you, this side go da 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 da, and this side go do do do. And you got to like, you know, <laughs> da da <laughs> and do do. And, yeah. do, -do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you know, it's kind of, it's, it is fun to like do different things like that throughout a show. But um, I mean, the thing is, is we also get them involved even with just like 
picking the song like we had a fortune cookie moment on our last tour which was really fun where we got custom cookies made that had echo smith songs inside that were kind of like deep cuts that we don't usually play and we had it like in a bowl and we'd have a fan grab out of the bowl and open it up and tell us what song we were playing oh, next so cool. oh, it was cool. so fun and i'm yeah. like so happy that we were like a, able to get that it's almost like a made. game show or something yeah or like you know exactly and it was so fun because we we're like maybe we'll do one of those like lottery ball things or whatever it is bingo mm. um but that was kind of like a big thing to like go bring on the road and i'm like that's probably gonna break and i was like wait fortune cookies can't you get like a custom fortune cookie made and sure enough it all it all worked out and it and came a third of the tour. budget is now in custom fortune cookies well now we should, you know what's that show with the briefcases like all the models walking oh. off briefcases it's a deal or no deal or something so, oh yeah. one of those I don't next know. we're gonna bring a person like 30 people old briefcases yeah it'll be good yeah i also think it's cute that you were holding the microphone for yeah, him. I yeah. am doing that a little bit. Yeah, he's he's just leaning into it. He's yeah, like, who, I don't care. Who's old? Who's older? Or, he is. Yeah. So only a year. Only a year. So it's almost like he's guys, way older than yeah. Me. He's so old. Were you, no, were you were you a, a protector kind of older brother? Not really. Not really. Our dad was pretty protective, so I didn't have to do that job. He was a cool one. He was the cool brother. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm cool. You can tell me stuff. What's Demi? What's the difference? The gap between you and your sister? We are four years. That's okay. a big difference. One yeah. year to four years. Yeah. I'm no, going to mention one my year sister cool. now because we're like grown ups. Like to one of my guy friends, they're like, oh, you have a sister? I'm like, listen, you need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> you need to relax. Because you know we're all older now, whatever. But um, yeah, you're like, I, still my sister. Be, you know what I mean? Fun <laughs> fact, though, I'm pretty sure, Sydney, you did a collab with the Goo Goo Dolls, right? With who? Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. Yeah, I did a song called The Flood. Super deep cut. Yeah, we actually had um, a Goo Goo Doll on the show. We, we had Robbie on. Oh, yeah. fun. That's so awesome. I feel like the OG fans want to know about that project. Yeah, no, that was a really fun feature that, I mean, I was just like, uh, I mean, everyone loves the Goo Goo Dolls, I feel like. And like, yeah. it's it was a part of my growing up, even just like hearing it in certain movies. And I don't know, just connecting with them in a genuine way of like, oh, yeah, I'm totally a fan. And when they reached out and wanted me to sing on a song, I was like, um, yeah. And we actually did the vocal at um, uh, Jim Henson Studios. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool. And I think like the Rolling Stones were recording like right next door or something. Yeah. I didn't see them in passing, but somebody I was you know with been did. Cool is, you, know, like, you know, like back in the, well, they still do this sometimes, but back in the 70s, they'd have like a really famous person do background vocals uncredited. Yeah. That'd be badass if like, you know, Mick Jagger came did and did background vocals. And no hey, one does one harmony? That'd be pretty yeah. cool. No one knew yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, people would be able to probably spot his voice and be like, wait. Yeah, that would be awesome. Dang it. Next time. So we got to let you guys go here in a minute, but I'm curious about the sibling dynamic now that you guys are adults, you guys don't live together. Uh, you know, there's, there's spouses and stuff involved now. So how, how have you maintained the relationship of both being musical collaborators and brother and sister? I think that now we've really, I don't know, taken a lot of time to, of course, make music together and connect on all the like, quote unquote, business stuff. But I feel like we've taken a lot of time to be intentional to actually like hang out as friends too. Um, and I think that's been really helpful because we don't live together. Like there is also room for us to like miss each other. You know what I mean? And be like, wait, we should have dinner on Sunday. What are you guys doing or whatever? Because we're, you know, obviously we're doing a lot of shows together and a lot of things together. So there's different seasons for everything. Um, but because we have like, you know, we all have our own lives and stuff like that. It's, it's nice that it creates a space for us to you know, want to connect in a more like personal way. Besides how, how is songwriting now versus 10 years ago? 
so different i feel like i mean i mean actually back then though we started most of our songs on acoustic guitar and i will say that that has remained like there have been some songs that like kind of started with you like coming up with some sort of like track thing but also most of our songs are written on acoustic still which is kind of cool that that stayed the same but i think now we're diving so much deeper into kind of just who we are and um the messiness of it all instead of okay i'll write a song about that once i like learn my lesson from it or once i feel better about it or move on um now we're writing songs like in the middle of experiencing pain or hardship or whatever and i think that's the biggest difference to me with the subject matter from our first album versus this one um because it's you'll hear i mean if you just listen through it you hear that literally like a song you would write in high school or like right after high school or something so yeah there's got to be feel like you feel like a grown up. Go ahead. They're better than anyone in the world. I've only done this before one time. But okay, what is the weirdest thing about the two of you? The other Should person. We say it about each other. Yeah, like because you guys are family. So family knows family, mm, right? I'm okay. nervous. And I was all getting that face where he's like, "I'm gonna reveal something embarrassing." <laughs> um, I can see it. See, we know each other so well. Um, I would say the i don't even know how to say this but i think it's it's funny so i think the weirdest (laughs) he's like nervous yeah as you know yeah so noah noah loves high shoes right and if you've ever it's a type i like high shoes yeah so that's not weird that's not weird yeah but noah literally a hot tip he would put them in his back pocket and sit on them or just like have in his back pocket as he was doing his stuff right and you have to sit I was trying to make it seem less weird, but yeah. Okay. Okay. And it like softens them so that you, it's better when you eat them. And he was kind of addicted. He was having like two packs a day. Oh, wow. Cigarettes. It was bad. So you like soften them with your butt, with your butt, but but warmed high chews. It's they're They're softened. They're delicious. And it's better. It's a superior flavor. Uh, I like the strawberry and the apple, green apple. But in Japan, they have ones with like... The acai, like the haichu acai is really good too. I've oh, I've had yeah. that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had many flavors. Yeah. Um, so now we've... Uh, and, and you have something embarrassing about Sydney. Oh, yeah. boy. Not embarrassing, just weird. Not just weird, yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing weird. Like a quirky habit or something, yeah. You're not that weird. I feel like Sydney used to uh, try a lot of hobbies while not really retaining any. So I think she would like... The weirdest thing was her... She'd be like walking in one day, she was like a... Hand, what are the, like, the hand, like, sewing, what is it called? Oh, like, hand? Or like, the, different, like, I don't know, like, knitting and, like, cross really weird kinds of, yeah, yeah. cross, like, all yeah. sorts of, like, old random lady, weird old, hobbies. Old lady sewing stuff. Like, old person hobbies, and you would just, like, any of them, any of the kind. She'd, like, buy everything you need, and then walk in with everything, take it on tour, never use it. Yeah. Wait for, my hobby bag. We'll, we'll, wait, hobby bag. we'll wait for that room of porcelain dolls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start making, like, the nesting dolls. Yes. Whatever. You'll buy everything for it if you want yeah. to do it. You know, yeah, that, that's true. You kind of grew out of that, though. There's nothing. Yeah. You're pretty normal now, you know. Oh. All right. Yeah, I never stop learning new things. Yeah. All right, guys. We, we got to let you go. Uh, you guys are busy, and you guys are heading off to something else. Um, but thank you so much for coming by and joining yeah. me on the show. Really appreciate it. Hope to see you on tour. Congrats on the self-titled album. Thank you. My favorite Echo Smith project so far. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot. And we'll be back to talk about our favorite fall music. Thank you to Echo Smith for being on the show. Now let's look at some of the fall music releases that we're looking forward to. 
we'll kind of go back and forth here and, and talk about some of the some of our favorites. So, Jimmy, why don't you go ahead and start? What what are you? What's one that you're looking forward to? Before we start that, I'd actually like to make a very honest review on these cheese doodles. Those are key food brand, I believe, right? <laughs> yes. That is. Yeah. You always have to ruin it. These are why organic. Have to ruin it? Anyone and who's in New York free. can tell it's key food brand. Nat, they're not organic or gluten free, but. As you can see listed here, it is naturally artificially flavored. So that being said, um, 10 out of 10. Okay. 10 out of 10. Okay. The first, sorry, I just had to. Jordan did not expect that. I didn't even know what I, I Yeah. Do, um, do, have you ever dipped a cheese curl or a cheese puff into something or always just by themselves? Oh, hell no. That's nasty. Yeah. yeah. I've never considered it, but I bet there's people out there who do. Anyway. That's different. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, I'd like to start this segment off with someone who I actually found probably on Spotify, kind of like Discover page. Sure, yeah. By accident. It's so cool when that happens too because I remember in high school I would like stay up all night on like a weekend night and just kind of like look for new artists on SoundCloud and try to like, you know, but it's cool that Spotify has this new feature. Mm -hmm. So there's Max Fry, this... Uh, this album called So Close to Okay. And like I first I found the single zombie, which I was like, yo, this this sounds dope. And then yeah, just every track that came afterwards kind of just like hits in a different way, but but also in the same cohesive way. And if you want to get a sense for what it sounds like, it's kind of like new wave, damn Jordan, like indie rock where you have that drum loop that like 80s inspired kind of like rhythm but um you know you got some kid mumbling some cool weird like thoughts probably he had at 4 a.m and it's a song now so now it's an album and you should check it out just come out it just, yeah, it just came out a few weeks ago, actually. I think last week the full album came out. So okay. Shout out okay. So Max Fry. Out the Max Fry. Oh, hell yeah. 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 I, I, that was a good, that was a good description endorsement. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that I should go listen <laughs> to it. Um, I am going, my first one is, um, first of all, let's acknowledge some of the bigger names. There's a lot of bigger legacy acts that are coming out with stuff. There's a new Kylie Minogue coming out. The Rolling Stones at 80 something years old are coming oh, out shit. with a new album. Yeah. Um, there's Doja Cat. Um, I don't know if that's on your list, but there's a lot of big artists coming out with stuff. I am going to talk, let's go with Animal Collective. Isn't It Now um, is coming out on uh, September 29th, I believe. Um, and, you know, for indie rock kids, for those who grew up in the 2000s, Animal Collective is a big deal. Um, and based on the first two singles from this, uh, I don't really appreciate the pun for they have a song called Jim and I, and it's like G E M. Can people ampersand stop it? Everyone's watching with Gemini needs to stop it right now. I'm a cancer. No one fucks with cancers. That's all I got to say. I didn't know we were getting some anti Gemini. Uh, Done with these Geminis. So. Um, so yeah, but well, the, well, the title of the song is Jim G E M ampersand and the letter I like Jim and I, and I, I'm not a huge uh, fan of that type kind of pun title, but the song is cool. Um, they've kind of got almost got a little cumbia going on. I'm a bit, I like cumbia and um, a little jazzy. I don't know. I appreciate 
the one thing about Animal Collective, whether you like them or you don't like them, uh, mm. they keep trying new things. You know, they've been around for, you know, 20 years or whatever it is, and they keep trying new things, trying new sounds. And I still, you know, we live in this world where everyone's making these two, three minute long pop songs. And Animal Collective is still out here doing these five, six minute long songs that kind of meander and have different parts of them. So I, anytime they come out with a new album, I'm interested to see, you know, what it sounds like, the whole thing. So, yeah. That's crazy. Honestly, how ballsy is it for just like any kind of like OG, like artist from like 2000s era to, you know, continue to just push out music in such like a digital, like internet focused age? Like, yeah. How cool is that? I think it's really cool. It is cool. And I, well, I think there's a lot of acts like Animal Collective who are kind of more on the artistic side, on the experimental side. So going to that sort of internet-y space is yeah. kind of, you know, it kind of, it kind of fits, you know. 100%. Now all they have, now this left to do uh, is uh, just make a TikTok for them. They just yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't, I haven't checked out the Animal Collective social media I don't, I don't know i really don't know what they do on social media i'm dead anyway uh, so what's another one you got Dan? yo so shout out uh, this is my favorite term shout out but our very own current joys slash surf curse nick radigan who put out a new project under current joys called love and pop um is that is that a new one that is a brand new one that is his latest album and it honestly sounds different. Like it's it's different, it's unexpected. You're gonna be a little weirded out, but then it's one of those things like, it's like coffee. Like you never thought you were into coffee until you were into coffee. And now right. you, have, you need it every day. Um, there's a little Yachty feature. So if you're, you know, if you're, if you're just waking up feeling like- Current joys. Fucking rock star, then hell yeah, check that out. Okay, so my next one is uh, Sufjan Stevens' Javelin, which is out October. Wow! You know, there's gonna be there's gonna be some finger picking. There's gonna be some sad lyrics, uh -huh. some whispery lyrics, uh, based off the uh, the stuff he's released from this album ahead of time. Uh, so, it, you know, it's gonna sound like Sufjan Stevens, and he got some momentum in the mainstream by doing the uh, uh, Call Me By Your Name soundtrack uh, with your boy, Timmy. Yo. And shout out, Timmy. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and, uh, and um, so no. I love to hear, I think Sufjan Stevens and, and kind of goes in that animal collective category of 2000s artists who are still out there doing cool stuff and, yeah. and, uh, and people who really embrace the album format you know we're in this single 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 maybe an ep maybe a an ep here and then an ep at the end of the year like sophie stevens is like straight up you know an album is an album artist mm -hmm. so uh his 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 albums really have songs that kind of go together so uh looking forward to listening to that whole album so if you don't know big clit i'm gonna tell you about this phenomenon because big clit's still out there she's out there and she's out to get you she's out to do yeah. bad business that is the name of this album that came out recently um yeah so big clit uh she is a definitely uh how do you how do you say it? jordan's like a shock she makes shock art yeah 
Yeah, I would say banquets in the tradition of like peaches or, you know, where it's like performance art as much as it is music. 100%. Yeah. Um, Her visuals have always been super tight. Right. Like, and just like going for it and doing weird stuff. But like, I, I actually was played a big clit track um, liar like two years ago. And it was one of those things that I was like, who the F is this? And I had to find out. And it's really cool. I actually... I actually opened up for her at a show, which was really, it was a, it was a fun time, but I think in many ways she's misunderstood because her music is so like this album is so, um, how do you say aggressive, Sure. but on the inside, she's just actually a really sweet girl, you know, repping the city. And mm-hmm. I want to shout out this album because yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, and I think, you know, there's a long tradition of New York artists, New York based artists having, you know, almost like a stage persona. Yeah. You know, and having, you know, where the aesthetics and the art, you know, going back to, you know, New York dolls and Debbie Harry and, you know, uh, that's kind of a, that's definitely a New York tradition of having a shocking or provocative stage presence um, to go along with your music. Yeah. Cool. 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 My, are we a number? Yeah, I guess my next one is Sampha and I hope I pronounce it. It's Lahai. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, Sampha is the, uh, what burst onto the scene in like 2016, 17, um, with the process album and, um, the, the single, one of my favorite, one of my favorite songs, uh, no one knows me like the piano. Um, so, uh, British singer, uh, of, um, African descent and, uh, really beautiful, smooth contemplate. If you like Frank Ocean, uh, if you like, uh, Solange Knowles, then you're, you're, you're into Sanford's kind of along that sort of more intellectual, smooth, uh, musically complex R and B. So, uh, looking forward to, to the new Sanford one. Really cool. That sounds interesting. I want to check that out. Okay. Anyway, uh, do you, do you have one more, Demi? Yeah, you guys. Okay. So y'all know I had to pull up with a, with a hardcore, um, situation here. Uh, I'd say like maybe one of my first hardcore bands that I had like a little, like, you know, moments or obsession or whatever with is and yeah, I guess. No, it's not. Well, that was the absolute first billion percent shout out okay okay shout out but no knock loose you guys like knock loose has been around for a minute and they um how do you say like turnstile i think upon loose singles this this project they put out um definitely sounds polished more than their earlier stuff Uh but i think that is just part of evolution as an artist i think when you as jordan you know says this all the time it's like when you have bigger budgets, when you find your group of people or engineers or producers that you work with and that, you know, you can make magic with the quality of your, you know, the product just, just is more polished by nature. Right. Yeah, so for sure, I think definitely check this out. The, the visuals are cool for this too. It's your classic knock loose, like hardcore, but just in my opinion, like, you know, maybe a little bit more, um, how do you say, 
don't know. You might like it. Check it out. All right, Demi, we got to wrap this up. Okay. Um, any, you got anything coming up? Anything you want to shout out? Um, shout out. Shout out. Um, damn, it was just a fat. So it was a fashion month of September. It's been a crazy. Yeah. How was fashion? How's fashion week been for you? How's um, well, I've never really, you know, how do you say this? All I know is that for every kind of model, commercial, high fashion, um, every kind of model, it, it is busy this time of year and it gets a little hectic. I just want to shout out like the fashion industry because, you know, they've been kind of like a little strange recently. Like fashion isn't what it used to be, but mm -hmm. um, it's still very much alive and intertwined with culture as, as is music, as is, you yeah. know, everything else. So shout out like, you know, everyone and all the designers, my one of my best friends, Kim Shui, she's, she had an amazing collection come out. Did you, like, did you walk in her show? I did not. No, no, no. I've walked him shows uh, twice before, but at this point, it's like this is my friend's show. Yeah, yeah. You, you're yeah, yeah. This is my friend's show, but no, it was beautiful. It was in an Italian restaurant. Maggie Lindemann uh, was also at the show. Uh, Sick Brain was at the show, um, supporting. So yeah, shout out to all the designers and everyone in fashion that just kind of like worked their asses off in September. Yeah. yeah. Kim Chewy always finds interesting spots to do her shows in. She does. She and she is so. She's, we've had her on, uh, you know. Yeah, um, we've interviewed her for. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, she slays. She's so young too. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine. She's gonna be like, you know, like a household, like brand. Give her like a few more years. It's like insane. She's so young. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you consider that a lot of designers don't hit their popularity peak till their forties and fifties. You know, and having that head start. Or you look at households like coach or Prada that have been around for hundreds of years right. going on hundreds of years. So right. it's kind of crazy, but you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's cool to watch. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're only a few years away from, from uh Demi Ramos yes. walking the red carpet in a custom Kim Shui gown. <laughs> Guys, I've had too much caffeine. Do not listen to anything I said today. Do not. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. As always, go to popdust.com for the latest in pop culture and music news. Follow me on Instagram at Jordan Edward Studio. Follow Demi at Demi underscore Ramos. Follow us on TikTok at Jordan and Demi. What's it's oh, it's the full thing. It's real with Jordan Demi's our TikTok and um, our X slash Twitter, whatever it's called, is <laughs> at Jordan and Demi. Join us next week when our guest will be MXPX. Until next time, we'll see you later.